God has sent us some awesome people throughout the years. As pastor says a lot of times, I can't believe that we're looking at 32 years and both of our colors of our hair has changed quite. Of course, I change mine all the time, but I finally gave up. It is what it is. So, uh, and I've accepted it. It was tough, but I accepted it. There are more important things. And that last song got to me. These children watch us every day. And through our busy lives as we go and come, if we learn one thing today, let's try to remember these little ones do watch us and, and they want to emulate what we do. We have a great responsibility to the next generation. But today, God has sent us the registers. And I'm so excited that Mark and Sue came our way about 15 years ago. Sue has been working in the church most of her life. She was first licensed in the church as a minister in the 60s with, uh, and she's not old, she was very young. And seriously, as uh, with the Church of God of Prophecy, our sister church, and we're honored to have them here at Harvest. And we're honored today that she is going to, has accepted our invitation to speak to us, and we're looking forward to that. Let's give her a hand as she comes to minister to us. Before I go any further, happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. All of you look so good sitting out there. <laughs> I'd like to read a little story that I read a few years ago, and I'm sure it's going to be familiar with you, uh, but it touched my heart. And after seeing our precious little children, Ashley, you did a good job. Um, after I seen them, she did, didn't she? And they're so precious. And you know, that's what mommies are all about. <laughs> you know, you can't be a mommy if you don't have a baby. <laughs> so this story uh, touched me, and let me share it with you this morning. Up in heaven, a child was ready to be born. The child asked God, I know you're sending me to earth tomorrow, but how can I survive there? I am so small and helpless. God replied, I have chosen a special angel for you there. She will love you and take care of you. Here in heaven, Lord, I don't do anything but sing and smile. What will I do on earth? I won't know how to sing the songs down there. Your angel will sing for you, God replied, and she'll teach you how to sing too. And you'll learn to laugh as well as smile. Your angel and I will take care of that. But how will I understand what people say to me? I don't know a single word of the language that they speak. Your angel will say the sweetest things that you will ever hear, and she will teach you word by word how to speak the language. And when I want to talk to you, your angel will gently place your little hands together and teach you how. That's the simplest language of all. It's called prayer. Who will protect me there, God? Your angel is soft and gentle. But if something threatens you, there is no strength, stronger force on earth that the power she'll use to defend you. 
I'll be sad about, getting, about not getting to see you anymore. I will always be next to you, even though you can't see me. And your angel will teach you the way to come back to me if you stray. Then it was time to go. Excited voices could be heard from earth, anticipating the child's arrival. In a hurry, the babe asked softly, Oh God, if I must go now, please tell me my angel's name. And God replied, You will call your angel Mommy. <laughs> I thought that was such a sweet, sweet little Mother's Day story, and I wanted to share it with you. Mother's Day is a wonderful day set aside to pay tribute, honor, and thanks to our mothers. I thank the Lord for the mother that God gave me. She was a great mama that loved and sacrificed so much for all of us. She was a godly mother and a wonderful Christian example to follow. The very first prayer that I learned to pray, Mama taught me. The first scripture verse I learned to read, Mama taught me. And the first verse I learned by memory, Mama taught me. The first little song I learned to sing, Mama taught me. The first time I prayed and asked Jesus to come into my heart, Mama was kneeling by me to help me pray. Can you remember that? The first time I got up the nerve to play the piano in church, Mama stood by the piano to give me confidence and encouragement. I saw this poem on a Mother's Day card, and the words reminded me of my mother. I'd like to share it with you. A mother is a teacher of faith, a giver of hope, and God's earthly example of love. Nothing else has ever shaped me like the lessons that you give and the beautiful example of the way you live. So much of who I am today, so much of what I do is there because I have a mom as wonderful as you. My mother is in heaven now, but I'm so thankful for all that she taught me and the wonderful examples that she was to me. God has blessed Mark and I with three sons and seven grandchildren. We were in the Navy when the boys were very small and Mark had to be gone lots of times on the ship. So I spent a lot of time with my little children. While he was on the ship in Vietnam, we sent cassette tapes back and forth. Can you remember the cassette tapes? <laughs> we didn't have cell phones back then. <laughs> so the children could hear his voice and it was better communication than letters. And uh, we had a baby, and then we had a little two-year-old. And the little two-year-old thought it was the most fascinating things in the world to talk on a little cassette, and Daddy was going to get it. So that's the way we did. The boys and I would talk, and we'd sing little songs, and they so enjoyed those tapes to Daddy. I remember after our second son was born, I wanted him to hear his little baby's voice. So I would put the little tape recorder on our table when we were having breakfast and dinner, and uh, I would let them talk the way they wanted to talk or whatever they wanted to say so Daddy could share the life of his little boy that he had not seen. 
The boys and I would sing and we would enjoy it. So our second son was born while his dad was gone on that cruise to Vietnam. And he was six months old before his daddy ever saw him. Before they learned to read, I read the little Bible golden books to them every day. And I taught them little songs from children's church and nursery rhymes. And I wanted them to learn the Bible even at that age. And I remember I was so proud when we were stationed in San Diego, California. The first Sunday that we went to church, our oldest son was seven years old, and he went into his Sunday school class. And after class was over, his teacher came to me and said, your little boy was so good in class. He raised his hands and asked if he could speak. She said, he just taught the entire lesson on David and Goliath. <laughs> she said, I was amazed how much he knew about the lesson. And I told her, yes, he likes to talk. <laughs> Wonder where he got that from. <laughs> she said after he finished, another little boy in the class said, Teacher, what country is he from? <laughs> he asked that because of my little son's southern accent. <laughs> it never heard a little boy talk like that before. We tried very hard to instill, by God's grace, godly principles into our children's lives. We encouraged them to give their heart to Jesus at a very early age, and they did. We are very thankful for their experience in serving the Lord. My mind goes back to all three of our children when they gave their heart to the Lord. And I remember, uh, Brother Jerry, we were at the General Assembly in Cleveland, Tennessee, when our first little son gave his heart to the Lord. And I mean, the Spirit of God was moving all over that place, and you could feel the presence of God. Everybody was worshiping, and Mark and I was worshiping, and I turned around and looked, and there knelt my little boy with his little hands raised, and he wasn't about five years old, I think. The first time he gave his heart to the Lord. That's a special time for us parents, isn't it, when our children give their heart to the Lord. And when they were young men uh, and starting their own families, they would call us many times, and they still do, asking for prayer and advice. And I would tell them, read your word daily and keep a close prayer life and walk softly before the Lord. I remember when our youngest son was a minister of music at a church in, in uh, Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, I remember he called me one day, which was not unusual, and he said, Mom, are you busy? I said, No, no, I'm not busy. He said, Mom, I need a scripture, and I can't find it real quick. He said, I've got a lady that really needs to be encouraged this morning, and she needs that scripture, and I cannot find it. He said, will you find it for me real quick? And I said, well, I don't have my finger on it, but give me about five minutes, I'll get it. So I went to my Bible and my commentary, and I looked through it, and I found it. I called him back. I said, is she still in the office? He said, yes, what's the scripture? <laughs> and I gave it to him, and he said, that's just what I need to encourage her today. <laughs> so that's part of being a mother and a father, you know, raising your children, training your children in the works of the Lord. But after I told them so often to walk softly before the Lord, this same son come to me on the phone one day and he said, 
Mom, you have told me that so many times. Walk softly before the Lord. What do you mean by that? I reminded him of Psalms 37 and 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. I said, son, if your steps are ordered by the Lord, then you need to walk softly and humbly before him. In talking to each of them, I often remind them, just about weekly, of the familiar verse in Jeremiah 29 and 11, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. That is my prayer for God to bless them and give them grace and a wonderful future. I have seen God do miracles in all of their lives and answer to so many prayers. I praise him for his goodness and mercy. And you know, uh, I, I feel it's really important that we uh, encourage our children and encourage them in things of worship. I remember the very first time that I saw a miracle happen right in front of my eyes. I was about nine or ten years old. We were in a revival in, up in the hills of Virginia, the mountains of Virginia, and this lady walked up to the altar to be prayed for. Several were in the altar praying to be prayed for. But this one particular woman, she had a growth on her throat right here on her neck. And she came up to be prayed for. The pastor and the evangelist prayed for her. And as a child, nine years old, I saw when, the, when they prayed for her and they anointed her with oil and laid their hands upon her, I saw that growth disappear, Faye. I saw it disappear. And that was a miracle right in front of my eyes. And that was so important that I saw that. That helped me to grow. I grew and I watched that and I said, I went home that day and told my mom, I said, Mama, I saw that in front of my eyes. She said, Sue, that's what God does. He's a miracle-working father. And I was so happy that I was trained and able to see things like this. And I've seen people give their heart to the Lord. I've seen the power of the Holy Ghost work through a building. And people that wouldn't even think about giving their heart to the Lord, they came down and gave their heart to the Lord. This is important for our children to see these things in our service. And I love a wonderful service. And I love for children to see these things because this is training. This is godly training. The Word tells us in Lamentations, His mercies are new every morning. God is so faithful. And I thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy. God bless each one of you.